Pablo for breakfast. Adam Ross, King of the Nerds, back with us to talk TV and movies for the weekend. Adam, good morning. Good to be here, Pablo. Now, Blonde, this one's been talked about for a long time. We can now watch it uh, all about Marilyn Monroe, of course. It looks pretty captivating. What were your thoughts? Well, look, I mean, this is the movie. This is set in the internet on fire, this movie. Like, like every movie every week setting the internet on fire. But, look... This has become this enormous focal talking point, right? And I feel, and Andrew Dominic, who is an Australian director who gave us Chopper, Killing Them Softly, Assassination of Jesse James, is, you know, I think pound for pound one of the best filmmakers we've ever produced. And this long gestating Marilyn Monroe biopic has finally hit our screens and everyone is annoyed about it. Now, the reason why is because people are, well, their interpretation of this is that it is exploitive as a film. Now, this is an adaptation of Joyce Carol Oates' book. So Dominic here is taking a fictionalised account of Marilyn Monroe and he's telling a visual story. Now, I mean, it's one of the most dynamic-looking films that you will ever see. It's got an incredible performance in the centre by Anna de Armas, which is a, a mind-boggling piece of mimicry, but it is a nasty movie. It is a perverted movie. It is a movie that shows a woman trying to climb up the Hollywood you know, ladder mm-hmm. and encountering seedy men at every turn. Now, what I have found interesting on the internet discourse is, is that people are saying, you know, how come in a post-Me Too world when we make a film that illuminates these elements, these casting couches, this exploitation that was going on. Why is the movie getting attacked? But some people think that Dominic has just gone too far over the line here on this movie. Um, what I do think, I will say this, is is that this being a, you know black and white and then different frames, like it changes its aspect ratios and all this stuff, and it goes through just shy of three hours, and it would be R-rated. You normally would have to go across town to an art house theatre to go and see this. But because it's on Netflix, every second person is just clicking on it. And because it's controversial, it's getting driven up the algorithm and up into the top ten. And people are watching this movie that never would have watched it. Like, they've never seen anything this challenging. So that might be why the knee-jerk reaction is happening. Now, I seem to always be late to the party. Bitcoin, Dogecoin... GameStop <laughs> shares, Robin Hood, uh, Eat the Rich, fascinating little time capsule of a time on the internet where people were investing in game shop, which was this like dying store, but Elon Musk, they, they took it to the moon. Oh, yeah. Look, I mean, this is a fascinating little doco series on Netflix, and I watched all of these back-to-back on your recommendation, too, as well. And um, (laughs) it's really sprightly filmed. I mean, it's got these great little infographics, and it's got an irreverent kind of tone. And there's definitely echoes here of um, The Big Short, uh, Mm. the film by that we saw there so with these films that talk about really complex finite like you know financial ideas they wash over me right like i just sit there going okay right but this one i managed to grapple a little finger hold in understanding what is going on in wall street here but i mean this pitting these robin hood investors you know like uh, these retail investors against these hedge funds is a david and goliath battle that watching it play out i thought was really really fascinating and i thought that it's amazing too as well that there are all these leverages in life and normally you know these privileged few are using them against us but if we get together we can use it back against them um does anyone come out of this better i won't spoil it for you but it's a pretty wild fascinating ride i will just say the house always wins the house yeah. <laughs> always wins <laughs> uh now there's a brand new uh doco true crime on netflix looks fascinating into the deep yeah look i mean this is pound for pound one of the most disturbing documentaries that i've ever seen now you might have heard about this case basically it's it's dubbed the submarine murder but 
Peter Marsden was this really kooky, uh, <laughs> this really, well, it turns out more than kooky, mm. but really kooky inventor who was making submarines, he was making rockets. He had amateur engineers coming and working with him. And he was a local celebrity, but also made some kind of global headlines. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much detail I want to get into into the crime here because it's fascinating to watch that take place. But um, what we have here is director Emma Sullivan, who's an Australian documentary filmmaker, has come to watch Peter while he is working on his submarines. Now, that would have been a kind of mildly fascinating documentary. But just imagine that during, you know, the principal photography, your subject decides to become a murderer. You've got an infinitely more <laughs> complex <laughs> and more fascinating docker so there is fly on the wall stuff here that i could not believe like i'm watching this and i'm thinking this guy knows he's going to do something but these people around him have got no idea just how dangerous he is and what that they're dealing with you know i mean it's a heartbreaking case it's a tragic case um it's it's you know I, it's not i didn't think that it was exploitive in any way but i just thought that how often do we get to see a killer while they're making that decision be interviewed on film it's fascinating and disturbing stuff some good recommendations for yeah. the weekend, of course. Adam, always good to chat, and we'll catch up in seven days. Nice. Thanks, Pablo. Pablo for breakfast. Triple M.